0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to what's the name of our podcast again? Under, I know, I'm hard to remember. It's
1: been so long, Adam. Under under, uh, under something.
0: Under victims forty victims, victims of fate. Okay, Correct. under forty victims of fate. This is Lenny Kravitz podcast.
1: I think we're actually going to talk about Bruce Springsteen.
0: The Boss podcast. Okay, the boss. Right. Rosalita,
1: my favorite Bruce Springsteen song.
0: Mine. Hmm. Have you heard "One Step Up"? I have not. You, you may, you may have. Kenny Chesney actually recorded that song, which is the first way I heard it. Of course, you can't go wrong with "I'm on Fire." And also, I don't know. Have you ever heard of Jack Antonoff? Who nope. is like this? He's like this big-time producer now. He produces uh, Lana Del Rey, Taylor Swift, um, but he has a band called Bleachers,
1: hmm. and
0: they have a song out with springsteen called chinatown that is well, really good
1: we gotta um tag both <laughs> them in this podcast now but you know what adam first we jumped right into it um we owe the people our fan um yeah. an explanation you know we've been gone for a month and a half summer break summer, break. I, I, summer listen, break you're a teacher um we can't expect you to work during the summer this isn't work though it is a labor of love i suppose
0: I tell you what I never would have thought it I was twice as busy in the summer as I was during the school year which is incredibly hard to believe but I was um, fortunate enough to still have my granddad around and he's still farming Mm. and I was uh, I was his hired help for the summer (laughs) so I was uh just very busy
1: busy summer and I um obviously the mayor man keeping me busy around here a lot of pool days for me you know mayor is oh, not yeah. sold yet on the pool but he's trying to be you know he's working on it. his in-laws are very supportive big fans of getting him in the pool of course they have a pool so they'll to get him over there but it's been a busy summer and you know what else we've been doing, Adam um going to a couple of Jimmy Buffett shows yes sir. and uh and watching a bunch I have watched at least most of every concert that he's had.
0: I think the Boston one was the first one I missed. I missed the Boston show completely. And I don't even remember. We we were not home, which is only, I don't remember where we were. Yeah, yeah. just this
1: past Saturday. This is Monday, August 16th. Um, We're recording. And so that was just this past Saturday. So it's been a good run.
0: Yeah, so you've... You've been to, what, two shows this year? Three. Been to three.
1: Two in Delray Beach. One in That's Nashville. right. I was going to go to Boston, but listen to what a terrible fan I am. I was going to go to Boston for the show. Uh, I got my wife's approval. My guy, Hecky, hit us up, asked if I was coming up. I was excited to see him. I checked the weather a couple days before. I was getting online to buy my plane ticket to fly up to Boston for the show. But before I did, I said, let me, before I spend, you know, three or 400 bucks plus a hotel, let me double check the old weather. And like Thursday, the weather was terrible. It was like 80% chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon and through the evening. And I was like, I'll be furious if I fly up to Boston for the Jimmy Buffett show and there's, you know, uh, a thunderstorm. And so I didn't go. And I wish I would have because the set list was absolute fire.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I know I did boat drinks, right? Yeah, and coconut telegraph. Cool. So I'm guessing, did you watch the show? I did. You watched the show, uh, whatever night, was it Friday night, Saturday night? Saturday night. What Saturday night? So you've, how about this? Let's do this. Out of the shows you've been to, you've been to three shows, what's been your favorite moment so far? favorite
1: moment um Delray Beach uh no doubt about it um and I'll say this it was because like he was back right like it was obviously Delray Beach it was the moment he took the stage and was back um it was a small band it was a small venue but um James was back, and so the first, the first note I heard him sing, that was outside of uh, Mayor Wilson would being born and getting married to my lovely bride. That was absolutely one of my favorite moments in my brief history so far on Planned Parenthood.
0: That's pretty cool, yeah. That um, was actually the first night of the big tour right with the whole band
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'll say this is still my favorite part of the tour this year when he opened with down at the la just oh. finally hearing that song live i've been saying since it came out that's gonna be a perfect song to open with then when he didn't open with it in delray i was bummed mm-hmm. but when i heard him sing that live and just how happy the whole coral reefer band sounded to be back that was a really cool moment and i wasn't there i wasn't in person like i said i've been pulling corn and watermelons and all of that all summer but um just hearing that you know
1: i will i will say outside of delray beach just hearing them the show i went to in nashville when i heard one particular harbor uh live for the first time with the big band. He played it in Delray, but when I heard it with the big band, that was also uh, an incredible experience. And I got lucky. He played the Wino and I Know, uh, the Nashville show I was at, but he played the good version. He didn't play this new <laughs> little uh, this new little jazzy diddle that he's been hitting us with the last few days, which is fine. You know, I would say the jazzy version of the Wino and I Know is an A plus song. The problem is, it is a C-minus version of the y, the y- no NANO, And that's a testament to the y no and I know, what an incredible yeah. song it
0: is. Yeah, and I, we were texting about this. I even said, we hardly ever get the 74 studio version of y no and I know. I know. You rarely mm-hmm. hear that, where it's just a big acoustic guitar, yep. which is a bummer because I, I like acoustic guitars. Um, um
1: you know, since you mentioned that version of the Wino and I know, I think you've inadvertently signed my wife Tara up for an evening of the Wino Nano. I know. I mean, I probably will listen to it at least 10 times now.
0: <laughs> well, obviously you've been excited that that's been thrown back in the set. Um, oh, yeah. Any other song that we're hearing this year that we maybe don't hear as much that Either you're you've really enjoyed hearing
1: yeah so i don't like this version of the wine on i know as much but i do like this little um it's a little bit rock and rolly version of growing older but not up he's putting
0: set it's really good it I is agree. really good it is really and good. It like the first little bit like the first night and his guitar tech screwed up yeah that poor guitar tech jimmy was like fussing him out too <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i was at that show so i didn't we didn't see that at the show you know, oh my see. goodness
0: you were at that show I forgot about that so uh, so you were there when he was doing the awkward dancing because Jimmy from watching some of these throwback shows from like the 90s or whatever that Mark uh, Margaritaville TV put up during the pandemic or during lockdown or whatever uh, you noticed or I noticed Jimmy played a lot more without a guitar on stage now you never see him without a guitar Right. So you have to do. what's that?
1: You gotta have something to do up there.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was really weird. And I know he probably felt way out of place without having that guitar. So he was doing the awkward dance moves with was growing older but not up. But that one's been really cool and a song for me that I did not love going into this tour, but hearing Jimmy's story behind it and just the way they've been playing it with the amount of energy they've been playing it with is nobody From Nowhere. Oh, yeah. That song's really grown on me thanks to this tour.
1: You know, I will say this, Adam. Um, for a long time at work, I YouTubed. Um, I would just go to YouTube and type in Jimmy Buffett, whatever, and usually the same set list or playlist or whatever come up. And I would type it in and I'd listen a little bit. Um, when... there's a version on youtube of nobody from nowhere that i'll I'll just say there is a couple of specific shots in that video that are very not safe for work right. yes they do involve pasties oh wow Um, i know tough deal jimmy is usually a pretty safe bet you know in an office type environment you got a couple covers i mean maybe like Uncle John's band, there's a very mm-hmm. bad word. There's a couple of other songs that maybe I wouldn't put on blast if my boss was in the office. But for the most part, it's safe. Um, that video not as safe as I'd hoped. But a great tune. Mm. Great tune.
0: Yeah, I loved hearing the story about his granddad that was a farmer, right? Yeah. So um, so yeah, pretty cool. I one of my granddad's is a farmer and the other I, I lost my other granddad in 2017. He was also a farmer, but before that, um, he was in the Coast Guard. So he spent obviously a lot of time on the waters, similar to Jimmy's other granddad. So uh, it's it's cool to find the parallels with your heroes, right?
1: (laughs) We've all, we've got it covered up down and sideways. You have a grandfather who's uh, two who are farmers, just like James. my grandparents were in the Coast Guard Auxiliary, which I've come to find, uh, they just do a lot of boating safety stuff, really, um, and, and sailed around on a boat. So I like Son of a Son of a Sailor for a long time, a lot growing up. Obviously, it's an easy one to like, but uh, my grandpa is, now he certainly did not sail to like Cuba and all the crazy places that Jimmy's grandpa did, um, but still pretty cool.
0: What are you thinking of book on the shelf kind of i think it's kind of solidifying itself as the closer now which we kind of anticipated we did and i'm glad
1: if i can be totally honest with you um once he played that twice at this point two Um, or three times two or three times i have fallen asleep each time oh no before listening to it
0: so you haven't heard him do it yet
1: no and it's usually like two or three songs before because if you like yeah. in the set list is hard man because you know you it's a little bit late i'm a little tired i know mayor man's gonna want to wake up at like you know 4 50 a.m or whatever it is and so i'm sitting there and then why don't we get drunk and screw comes on and it's just the perfect time for me to quit fighting it turn off the tv and go to bed and so i've missed uh book on the shelf what do you think about it
0: it's excellent. It's, it's just a perfect closer and I was disappointed every every show that he closed with Pirate. <laughs> right. that, sounds, that sounds awful. but well, we've just been sitting on book on the shelf. Oh, yeah yeah.'ve been we've been waiting for it. Everybody. Um,
1: and then he teased it a little bit on Instagram. He did a sound check with Book on yeah. the Shelf and then didn't play it that night. and I did stay up that whole night because I was convinced he was I did book too. On the too. I was so mad at
0: you. Uh. You had texted me and said, book on the shelf tonight. And I was like, well, how does he know this? So then I went back through and saw him doing it at soundcheck. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm staying up tonight.
1: Two of my favorite songs I've I've listened to him do during soundcheck and then not heard him play in the show. What was the other? Great Heart. Up at Virginia Beach. I was about to say, that was
0: the Virginia Beach show. You told me that night you you thought we might get Great Heart.
1: I know. He was playing it in the soundcheck. Um, and I was not nearly as obsessed with the song then as I am now, but he was playing it in the sound check and I was like, that's cool. Um, then he then did it at
0: Clay. like Jones beach the next weekend or something. Yes.
1: Speaking of YouTube videos, the YouTube video of great heart at Jones beach is incredible. Got that to check was, it
0: out. Uh, Yeah, that was right around the time that the original artist passed away got, for the Johnny, Johnny Clegg. Clegg, Johnny yep. Clegg. Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah. Yeah
1: me I was going to say, let me ask you this. Um, talking about book on a shelf. Jimmy always has something going on. Always has projects that keep him busy. Yeah. We've not heard about a project for a while. There's no musicals in the works. There's no books in the works. He just put out two albums. He's still touring. Do you think uh, we have gotten the last jimmy buffett studio album that we're gonna get
0: i don't think so um barring circumstances we don't want to talk about sure but i don't think so i um i've heard him say that they're still writing music mm. and i also read a piece recently and i gosh i should have forwarded you this link he's working on a book too what's it about and i Gosh, I can't even remember the premise, but I'm almost positive I didn't dream that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like me.
0: something I would dream. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure somebody that's listening knows about this. Um, Anthony, send me a text when you hear this, and let me know what the book Jimmy's working on right now is. About. Or,
1: or they can email us at under forty gmail
0: yeah un, what is it what under, is 40 G- pod? under 40 pod i'm in a 40 gmail. Pod, pod at gmail.com i think right. it's, been, it's a while. been so long, it's I, been so check long. The
1: account. I hope i got Paul call <laughs> it's not emailed because i haven't checked the account paul if you're listening we love you um sorry i've not checked the account under 40 pod at gmail.com um and i'm telling you you know yes uh here we still have some uh we still have some Emails I got to get through, reading live on the air from July 24th. That's how long it's been. Jay, our guy Jay, uh, started listening to the podcast, and it's great. And it makes me think of when I first heard Buffett. And he just keeps rolling. Very long email. Um, That's awesome. I got to write Jay back tonight. Live shout out uh, for Jay um, as I read that email. Incredible. So even though, Adam, you refused to do a podcast all summer, We still got people that are interested. I sat down to lunch the other day uh, with a faculty member of mine at work and he's a wonderful man. Like I just, I can't think enough of this guy. He's incredible. And I sat down to have lunch with him. We were just chatting. We were really talking about work stuff. And uh, he said, hey man, I, I, I hurt my back and you know what I did for a few weeks? I said, what? He said, I, I binged your podcast. I was like, man, that's great. He was like, no, I, I loved it. He said he really did like it. He did a great Adam Caps impersonation. Um, not quite the real thing, but very good, you know? I love it. I hope we get some heat on social media and via the email after this. I hope we get some heat and other people can pressure you to pick up the pace a little bit.
0: Well, if I'm honest, this sounds terrible. For whatever reason, i told you this before, the summer months are not the months that I listen to Jimmy as much.
1: See, because you got everything you need already. You got warm weather.
0: I think it's because the warm weather is already here, and when when I throw the warm weather that Jimmy's music brings on top of it, I just burn up.
1: (laughs) Um, I I double down on James during the summer. Absolute double down. Like, I bet you, I've been through my eleven hour playlist this summer fourteen times.
0: Well, another thing is, like, I'm still watching the shows every night, you know, so it, it's not like I'm not listening to Jimmy, but I have dove into two of my favorite artists released new albums this summer,
1: mm.
0: Matt Carney and John Mayer, both good records, if you haven't checked out Sob Rock by John Mayer or January Flower matt corney
1: january flower
0: highly suggest that so sob is good the the john mayer album january flower is a masterpiece
1: i won't lie it's it, of course you understand it maybe a little bit I, as a jimmy buffett fanatic i can't really make fun of uh anybody i have a couple friends there dead and company that night they make fun of uh me for loving jimmy buffett the way i do all the time right yeah. like i'll i'll be telling them about a jimmy buffett song and they're like you know cool appreciate it uh hank you know and then they there's some cliche um not even accurate title they make up for a song um but but january flower that is really something that's really a name for an album like i don't know what to think about it
0: yeah um which comes from the opening line in the last track the last track's called something beautiful and It says, uh, January flower born before its hour. Hmm. That's all right, man.
1: James would appreciate
0: that. Good writing. That album is riddled with good writing.
1: Here's my question. Speaking of riddles, I did Riddles in the Sand. I did a podcast since you hate uh, me and James. (laughs) I did a podcast with somebody else a couple weeks ago, Adam. um, Podcasting in Paradise. Is that out yet? Not yet. September 1st. Podcast in Paradise. Oh if, if you're listening to this, they, Adam, I'm telling you, they actually edit their stuff. They are big time. very really wow. And good news. I think they're funny. Um, but they like edit everything. Like they really, really try hard. Uh, and I admire that. You know, I admire. Um, they were super cordial and very nice to me as their guest. Um, but we did an album review of Riddles in the Sand, which was originally going to be called Oh, Gulf and Western. Gulf and Western, which is interesting. So we did an album review of Riddles in the Sand. um, And it was actually uh, pretty interesting. You know, like I had a good time talking to him, like a really good time. But Riddles in the Sand is an interesting album to talk about. We talked about it for probably an hour and a half. And of course, I promised Tara. I said, no, 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 babe. It's only going to take like an hour. I told him I have a hard stop. Don't worry about it. Um, and then bang, we talked for like an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 40 minutes. But underrated album. So here's what I found interesting. We talked for an hour and a half, which means we talked about Riddles in the Sand three times longer than the actual album itself is.
0: Well, you and I have a lost tape somewhere.
1: Do we have a couple of lost tapes. No, do we'll you have?
0: Those... You still have it, right? Oh, I've got
1: Riddles in the Sand. Yeah, yeah I, don't, we, I don't have the other one, but
0: I I don't know if we've said this on air before. But when we were starting to record our episode with Hakey, he was like an hour late, if not later. <laughs> but which is say, which is fine. It was completely fine. worth it
1: because of who he is. He could have showed. He could have texted me at two a.m. and said, "Hop on." I would have been like, "You bet."
0: Great. He'd had a hard. he would had a hard time reaching me too but I was probably yeah it was hundred percent worth it but um we had talked about riddles in the sand for for well over the length of the album probably I don't know and, why it doesn't you're get right, it isn't it's a really good app it's just oh it's gosh. really it's really solid
1: it is um, I, and people you know I don't know Ragtop day incredible um, my favorite song on the album probably knees of my heart You know, I don't want to steal all the thunder from podcast in paradise, you know, leave some of the imagination so folks can uh, listen to the the podcast I did with them. They asked me to be on. It was great. I wanted to do one particular harbor with them. Somehow didn't make that cut. Uh, They probably were afraid that I would talk for hours about one particular harbor.
0: The best song on Riddles in the Sand is She's Going Out of My Mind.
1: It's probably top four. I
0: would agree. It's so good. It is so good. good. Shout out Mac yeah
1: good job Mac hilarious that Garth Brooks cut it but never did work up the nerve to put it on an
0: album did you throw that in on the podcast thank you yeah yeah I did you're, you're welcome for that
1: we talked about on podcasting in paradise thank you Adam we talked about uh crustaceans obviously as I knew we would um and they just think I don't know why Adam but they think we're the nicest guys and like they just had a ball too. I hope. I think, you know, who knows? I could have got off. They could still be talking about me. I don't
0: know. Well, have you gotta let me know when it drops.
1: September first.
0: September first. How Podcast long? Podcast that? in paradise, That's still September another daggone half a month.
1: I know, two weeks. A- at our pace, you'll have time to do about 0.2 podcasts between now and then. Goodness gracious. I
0: know. But
1: <sighs> what an album. Knees of my heart. Come to the moon.
0: Love that one. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, it's a really solid, It's a really solid album. But you know, Songs You Don't Know By Heart is coming out on vinyl August 27th, I think.
1: Take all the money.
0: So, yeah. And in fact, some people who pre-ordered it have already got it. Including Anthony Monaco. Because, Anthony of course. Who also found... Um, a copy of the Uncovered album.
1: I've got, got my hands on a couple of vinyls lately. What'd you get? Well, I got um, High Cumberland Jubilee, yep. which is neat. A guy actually that I work with, um, hello, Ben Abbott, if you ever listen to this. Um, ben Abbott, a guy I work with, who's a wonderful guy. He was at a record store. He texted me there was a picture of all these Jimmy Buffett albums. And he's like, do you need this? Do you have this? Do you want any of these yet? And I was like, yeah. Like, I want a couple of those. And I saw High Cumberland Jubilee kind of in the corner. And I was like, how much is that one? Got a deal, $15.95. Good deal. Oh, yeah. And so I got High Cumberland Jubilee, which is incredible. Uh, Fired up about that. And then somewhere over China, which... Maybe one of his worst albums, but you know, I wanted it. I wanted to have it. Decent album art. I like
0: Somewhere Over China.
1: Two um, two songs that I really like. Now, the two that I like are not popular, but I really, really like them. What do you like? I heard I was in town. Yeah, I like this song. And then very underrated side two there. I think it's like third or fourth on side two. If I could just get it on paper.
0: Yeah, that's the best song on there. If I could, if I could just get it on paper, the title track. I love the title track, "Somewhere Over China." Um, Heard I was in town. I know where's the party is a song you wrote with Goodman. I think mm, you're right. Yep. I don't love that song. Um, is let me see here. Let me pull that vinyl. Out Um, of out of my collection here. I just think it's something, all right. Look at that. You're right. Killer artwork. Killer artwork. Yeah. When when Salame is that when Salame plays the drum. I don't I don't know, but
1: it you know because of your accent. That's a fun
0: one. It Um, sounds like
1: you're saying salami when salami
0: plays (laughs) the drum. Uh, Lip service is okay, but yeah, if I could just get it on paper. Here's
1: here's my main beef with somewhere over china
0: it's midnight i'm not famous yet uh that's not good. not not, not
1: great i don't don't like that one here's my main beef i have real concerns um one particular harbor was not introduced to the world until 1983 somewhere over china 1982 and so my concern
0: is like oh this is sandwiched in between coconuts and yeah, the harbor. Yeah. And
1: then we keep it moving with riddles in the sand and last mango in Paris. And so somewhere over China, it never had a chance. Never had a chance. When those are the albums you're compared to Coconut Telegraph. And then late 70s, Havana Daydream. Changing the latitudes, changing attitudes. And then bang, somewhere over China which at least has a couple of songs that are redemptive in nature. And then one particular harbor. My big concern is that one particular harbor was delayed because he was working (laughs) on this one.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not a bad listening experience when you just put it on and drop the needle. Sure. But when you hear lip service on shuffle or something, it doesn't really fit the mold. If that Probably. makes sense. You know, I mean, I hope that makes sense. Some, even, you know how much I love Barometer Soup. Mm-hmm. You know how much I love Banana Wind. Um, those records are better when played start to finish in order.
1: Oh, I agree. I really you think know- that. Do you know what a banana
0: wind is? Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a strong wind in the islands that would come through and blow the bananas off the trees. Yeah,
1: that's the saying. If yeah. it's gonna be super windy, you'd have a banana wind that day. Yeah. well deal. Um you know what other album I got, High Cumberland of Jubilee. Haven't listened to that one on vinyl yet. I don't know how good a shape these guys are in, you know um dan abbott is a few years younger than me not much but a few Uh, what's your favorite
0: song on high cumberland
1: um, probably ace or maybe in the shelter i hear ace more than i hear anything else on the album um so probably ace just because i hear it a lot in the shelter is is good. good in the shelter is good but it's it's long and it's very sad um livingston's gone to texas is solid unbelievably underrated so
0: and i like the version on that record a lot yeah same with in the shelter,
1: in the shelter as, is a sad as you
0: guys as everybody knows he gosh he's recorded in the shelter what three times three times
1: 1998 remake of high cumberland right or re-release
0: well he re-recorded it for meet me in margaritaville mm-hmm. put it on changes
1: and high cumberland so it's three and the shelter
0: sad song um if we talked about god don't own a car <laughs> no.
1: no i'm not overly really familiar with that song but i know it um oh, if man. it came on the shuffle i wouldn't skip it but i don't like um i don't know i'm not like i would never seek it out does it make sense
0: it does um really like that song it's just i don't know why so wild so wildly weird
1: yeah it but is. i like
0: it i like it so um i was mentioning songs you don't know by heart coming out on vinyl mm-hmm. um earlier and if you haven't pre-ordered that you can pre-order it mailboatrecords.com or even even amazon i believe if you have prime You know, I wouldn't know why you wouldn't go that way. But anyhow. um,
1: I have a birthday in two days, Adam. So by the time this goes out, anybody listening can Amazon that album straight to me.
0: That's right. It's a good idea. Um, The version of Love in the Library on there, though, has been on repeat for me for the last few days. And I love the version on Fruitcake's but the version on songs you don't know by heart is even better. And, and there's a lot of those songs on songs you don't know by heart. I, I love that album because of just the collection of songs that it is, but most of those songs, I prefer the original recording. Mm-hmm. I th- and you know how much I love fruitcakes, but I think I like loving library recording on songs you don't know by heart a little bit better.
1: What is your, what is your favorite song? that you're like, I'm glad this one made it onto the album.
0: On songs you don't know by heart? Yep. Are you saying, like, which song on there is my...
1: No, like, which one of all those are you like, I'm glad this one made the cut?
0: Well, that's my favorite version on there. But but when... But when I first saw the track list, it was definitely tonight. I just need my guitar. That's what I was gonna guess. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's what I was guessing.
1: What would you think for me? What do you think? What one song are you are you thinking I would be happiest was resurrected? Now I could go everywhere on this because there's a lot of ones I
0: really Yeah. Like. Um for you, my guess would be twelve volt man.
1: Mm, good guess. Good guess, but it's not um i actually think death of an unpopular poet really yeah yeah i hear that one a lot walking my dog i don't know why it comes up in the show Um,
0: which which one there's two on that album that i don't think should be there
1: uh okay uh songs you don't know by heart
0: yeah um it's obvious well
1: ten cup chalice ten
0: cup chalice shouldn't be there
1: because a lot of people it's do a, know that so,
0: heart. It's a great song, but...
1: Well, there's two other ones, I think. Um, if I recall, he did Woman Going Crazy on Caroline Street. Yeah. Which a lot of people do know that one. And then Cowboy in the Jungle. A lot of people
0: know it. I like Cowboy Captain and the Kid for me. Really? Captain and the Kid, he's recorded maybe more than any song.
1: <laughs> but a ton of people don't know it.
0: It's on Down to Earth. He redid it on Havana. He redid it on Meet Me in Margaritaville. And he redid it on songs you don't know by heart. Four times. Well. you kidding me? I don't know. It's a sad song. And I don't listen to Buffett be sad.
1: That's fair. (laughs) The
0: Delaney Talks the Statues version on here slaps. Yeah, it does. That's a really good version. I think... Um,
1: As the kids, I have found me a
0: home is really good.
1: Yeah, it is. It's wonderful. I would say, outside of Death of an Unpopular Poet, the song I like to hear the most from that album probably I have found me a home.
0: Yeah, I I love, um, again, how strong that acoustic guitar is to open that track. Yeah, it's a solid record, though. Um, I enjoy putting it on.
1: Enjoy it quite a bit. I hope like you're the, right, though.
0: Like The Night I Painted the Sky, one of my favorite songs. I love it, but I prefer the studio version. Really? Tonight I Just Need My Guitar. I prefer the studio version.
1: Are there um, any, any songs you hear live regularly that you prefer the studio
0: version? Songs that I hear live, but prefer the studio version. Mm-hmm. That's a very good question and something I've not thought about. Mm-hmm. Well, the know and I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um,
0: other than that, not really. I think normally he takes songs up a notch and makes them even better in mm-hmm. the way they're arranged live
1: i would i would mostly agree
0: i don't know if that has his i think that probably has a lot to do with michael utley wouldn't you the band director
1: michael utley um he's a force of nature i don't think he gets enough credit for that yeah um listen i know a lot of dudes his age and they all have like oh man my hands hurt oh gosh i got you know whatever in my, my fingers and i You know, they all type their phone with one finger to text. And he's just still over here playing a literal world class rock and Mm -hmm. roll piano.
0: Definitely. Boat Drinks is way better live.
1: Yeah, Boat Drinks is an unbelievable live.
0: Um, Just, there's a lot of them that they really ramp up.
1: You know, who else has a lot to to do do that? Our guy Peter Mayer.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, what song? Oh, Woman Going Crazy on Caroline Street, man. The solo in there. We were texting about it the other night. How much he was just. He was ripping on it.
1: Really incredible. Hey, another
0: man. highlight, real quick. Another highlight from the show this year. It's Slow Lane. Yo. They've been killing that. Yeah. Um, what Madera's a good song. Coming in. It's a great song.
1: And it, it's a good you, song. You know, what else they've everybody talks about James's ability to read a crowd, to speed it up, to slow it down, loud and soft, this, that, and the other. Um, he, he puts the slow lane at the perfect time in the show.
0: Oh, uncanny ability to write a set list. Yep. As far as the crescendos, right? Yep. The way it builds and breaks and all of that. Little Martha has been great this year that Mac's been doing and I know he does it every night for like almost every year right but yeah. it's been really good to hear that it's live funny. again
1: yeah for sure they gave Mac like a few shows in there maybe four years ago when he started this they've given him a few shows in that time frame where like Bobby G played African friend on the steel drums
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: but other than that It's been like Mac, you're get 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 out there for us, big dog. Time to do it.
0: How do you feel about when they do back where I come from, live?
1: Well, then I like it. I've heard Kenny Chesney, your guy, do that live some. Um, I'll tell you this, uh, I like it. I like it live. Um, I do wonder if, like inspiration to put that song in the set list is is more mac motivated
0: it's 100% just, mac motivated i believe but i i want that to be like a jimmy song you know yeah. what i mean
1: mac just seems way prouder to be from mississippi than jimmy does yeah and maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe he's not you know but james um you know it's odd he talks about his family talks about his upbringing a lot when he really talks about his formative musical years and life years he never talks he doesn't often talk about Mississippi he talks about the golf he talks about New Orleans he talks certainly about Nashville yeah and then that other place he went to visit one time um oh the keys he talks yeah. about the keys a little bit but he doesn't he doesn't talk a ton and say yeah you, you know being
0: a Mississippian has really shaped me he
1: just doesn't talk about it very much yeah you know? you're
0: right um i don't know do you ever watch how do you watch the show do you watch on youtube normally yeah
1: margaritaville tv on youtube on my roku smart tv that'll be 20 bucks roku
0: do you ever put the comments on no god no
1: and let me tell you (laughs) why Uh, let me tell you why because as much as i adore james uh, a lot a lot of the fan base some of whom may be listening um they are an aging group right and uh, that's why we have a podcast called "Under Forty Victims of Fate" because there are more out there like us who are not yet old. And let's just call it like it is: ornery. You know, there's they, a lot of they
0: people. They rip him. Oh, they sure. rip the guy for doing "Southern Cross" every night. They hate that song. It's <laughs> they hate like it so that much. is
1: one of the top three live songs you can ever hope to hear played.
0: They hate it.
1: I don't they know. They hate how, it like, so much. That is one of the probably three or four. I look forward to that. If, if I got to pick three songs, if somebody said, Hank, you're going to a Jimmy Buffett show and we're going to pick the first 10 songs, 12 songs, and you get to pick the last four, Southern Cross is a no-brainer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Love and Luck, Southern Cross, One Particular Harbor, and then what either Scarlet, show? yeah, either Scarlet, is a great heart. I'm not counting the closer.
0: I do want to say that I want to ask you this about Southern Cross see if it's just in my head and maybe someone can reach out to us and answer this obviously I play guitar ukulele extremely amateurishly Um, just taught myself how to do it and everything it's but it seems what I'm getting at is I'm not a professional musician by any means, nor do I have a professional musician's ear. But it seems like the last two tours, Southern Cross has been sped up. Yeah. And it's it feels like Jimmy is having to sing so fast <laughs> that it it feels like they're rushing through the song. I don't know. I like
1: that. I think – have you listened to the Crosby, Stills, and Nash version lately? Yes. Yes. So if you listen to that one and then you listen to James, you'll probably feel like, boy, they sure sped this one up. The problem is that Crosby, Stills, and Nash version, I mean, listen, I've already made fun of the Grateful Dead on here. Might as well make fun of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. If you need to go to bed tonight – like if, 100%. If, if the podcast gets you too fired up and you can't sleep, um, turn on Southern Cross – the Crosby stills and Nash version and your ass will be out like a light
0: I'm even saying though you listen to Jimmy's uh like live from Wrigley or live from Fenway or Tuesdays Thursdays and Saturdays those recorded versions of Southern Cross live it feels like it feels like in the last few tours especially this one they're speeding up a little bit. It's like, have you ever been listening to a podcast and accidentally hit the uh, one and a half speed? It makes it go up? just a little I, bit faster. I'm a lot of to you, to the server chain, my chip. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm going right. play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm sure most people that listen to our podcast slow us down because one, <laughs> I don't talk slow enough. And, and two, they just, they want to listen longer. <laughs>
1: Here's another interesting piece. Some, some folks may slow it down because um, maybe they miss a word or two with our collective accent. You know, um, We have fans all over the world, as we've talked about before. This podcast that we are currently recording, get a load of this technology. Uh, this podcast we're currently recording factually. I regularly correspond with people in New Zealand, Australia, Poland, and all over the United States. And they are going to listen to this song. And so it's interesting. I bet they struggle maybe a little bit with our accents, um, being from North Carolina like we are. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. This was interesting when I did podcast in paradise. One of them's from California. Maybe, no, they're both from California. Um, And one of them, I forget which one, lives in China now. Um, so the time zones were all screwy, but, uh, they were telling me, Hey, you're like from the middle of, of Buffett fever land. You were from the American Southeast, which is where Jimmy Buffett's big time. And I just never considered that, you know, because you think about the big, big tailgates where they at Jones beach, Mm -hmm. Mansfield, uh, what's that joint in Wisconsin? alpine valley mm-hmm. frisco texas right you don't the, the huge huge tailgates are i mean charlotte raleigh i mean whatever we do a good job um but people would have you believe it you know the worst tailgate i've been to where's that atlanta not even close it's terrible mm-hmm. this was 10 years ago longer 12 years ago still wasn't i mean it was all right so i don't know man uh we are kind of from the middle of Buffett land but that's what gives us our accent i guess i really got all in there you know
0: that's okay see and you think and i guess maybe i do have a pretty thick accent i'm sure i do but if you heard other people like if you heard my wife talk if you heard your my what? sister talk my wife your wife if you heard if you if you if you heard my wife (laughs) like god let me just stress my vowels right if you heard my wife talk oh my goodness i sound i sound like a yankee compared to her
1: i hear you're talking to a guy married to a young lady from caldwell county from where caldwell county up in the mountains
0: okay is she? I've met I've met her before. I don't remember what her voice sounded like. She's pretty twangy.
1: No, she's not. Um, she's she's not. an attorney, like in Charlotte, That's so she right, can't be right, hyper right. twangy. Um, but boy, sometimes like uh, she's got some friends and family that uh, sweet people, unbelievable. I adore them. But um, they will they will say the same sound for eighteen different words. It's incredible. The dialect.
0: Yeah, you you would be blown away if if you heard some other people around here talk, I think. I bet. I bet.
1: <laughs> hey, let me ask you this, Adam. If I was stuck in Samson Sampson County, North Carolina for a weekend. Okay. And I could only listen to four Jimmy Buffett songs. Which ones would you choose for me? We're going to do our our songs reverse tonight. You pick four for me. I pick four for you.
0: What are you trying to get out of your visit?
1: Good (laughs) question. Well, you don't drink, so (laughs) we're not going to have beers on the porch. Um, It's summertime, so let's say
0: that we were going to lay by. You got a pool? No, I don't have a pool. I'm a high school teacher.
1: You could have a pool. You could have a baby <laughs> pool. You could have a, you could have whatever. Let's say know. that there's no beach near you. Um, let's say well, that are we're, we're an hour from the beach. Let's say this, you and I were going to play golf. We're going to play 18 holes, Adam, you and I, okay. and you get to pick four songs we listen to. What do you pick? What four do you think I would want to hear? And then I'll pick four for you.
0: We're going to be on the first tee Mm -hmm. with with a song that's not like lulling us to sleep, but it's peaceful and it's getting us in a good mood because it's still got a bit of bounciness to it. Mm -hmm. And because I know it's one of your favorites, it's one of mine too. So we're going to be able to mutually vibe on it. We're going to both hit our drives down the middle. And we're going to be singing the chorus by the time we get back in the cart. I'm assuming you'd want to ride a cart. You wouldn't want to throw the strap on the back.
1: Oh, no, we're riding for sure. <laughs> and
0: by the time we get back in the cart, we're going to be singing how we can't help but be part of our own philosophy. Not unique, just distantly in love. I
1: love it. What a great so that's one to
0: on. That's going to be one, distantly in love um the next one is going to be that songs you don't know by heart version of love in the library Mm. because you're going to get a great kick out of me breaking down to you note by note why i like that version better yeah um then you're going to make a bogey so you're going to need calming down
1: Probably a three-putt.
0: You're, you're going to three, jack the second hole. Uh, oh, maybe the fourth. <laughs> and you're going to need – you're just going to need slowing down a little bit. And I'm going to play Pace in the Cage. Very good. Bruce, Bruce Cockburn cover. Isn't that his name? I think so. I think that's his name. That is a great song. Yeah, it is.
1: You find yourself.
0: Piece yeah. Cage. I love the line that days uh, drip slowly on the page.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's good stuff. And then
1: you're making the turn now,
0: Adam. Making the turn, and you have the you have the playlist for the back nine. Yep. <laughs> um, we're going to do Frenchman for the night. Okay.
1: Not one of my favorites, but I could, you know, get down with it.
0: We're going to do freshmen for the night.
1: I think we got to go into the turn and cool off a little bit. Maybe eat a hot dog, Pepsi. So I'm going to go with remittance, man. You know, not much Mm -hmm. going on. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. not playing golf. We don't need to be jacked up. When we get back on the 10th tee, I'll probably be – I would probably have hit seven greens in regulation. Wow. Hit one drive out of bounds three putted three times and made one birdie. So I don't know, do the math. with 30, 39, 40, something like that. So um, That's about what I did the last round of golf I played, and that was only my second round of golf in six years. Um, I'm a ball-striking savant, absolute savant. Um, but I'm not confident I could two-putt from inside 15 feet every time of that. Here, no, there. We're going to play remits, man. And Then we're going to get a little juice going again. Let's say the part par five tenth was coming up gotta get some juice going i'm gonna go latida mm. so we can roll get some good vibes going and i'm, I'm probably going to get home in two and two putt for birdie on that one uh you're probably you're probably four under at this point former college golfer random college athletes
0: twitter shout out um <laughs> <laughs> and then, and that, that was think, the weirdest that was the weirdest thing did you did you send that in no
1: you know what's weird i've known like three different people to appear on that uh account
0: it's bizarre so somebody had to have sent it in i know they didn't just find a picture of me from from fayetteville
1: state. no they did that's 100 percent the point of it the, wow. there's a twitter account called random college athletes and um it has random college athletes uh
0: adam caps golf fayetteville state 2016 <laughs> made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> made the cut uh, i, I was know. just so nobody said anything to me i actually followed that account i was just scrolling twitter and saw it they didn't tag me i was too funny i didn't know what it was
1: did you yeah. comment at them were you like guys you could have at least tagged me in this or?
0: no I, um i just like quote t- quote tweeted it or something and said you know wow or something like that
1: it's a high honor
0: it was. People were freaking out at work the next day.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: Claim the fade.
1: So let's say we're around the 14th hole now. Um, this is usually in a round of golf where I get bored. I'm seven over. Uh, we got three or four holes left. I'm not going to score well, but I'm not going to put up an embarrassing number. So at that point I check out. I'm a little bored. I won't say last round I played, I birdied two of the last three. Um I'm going to go to little Cowboy in the Jungle. Um, talk about checked out, building your own path. So I'm going Cowboy in the Jungle. And I know you love that one, Adam, and I'm picking mm-hmm. these songs for you. And then as we get home on 18, <clears throat> I'm going, she's going out of my mind. Because at that point, you know, we played some golf. Uh, we had a couple hot dogs at the turn. We're probably going to eat and keep hanging out. Um, and so we have to start thinking about the wives. You know how upset they're going to be after we've been gone for six and a half hours playing golf, eating hot dogs. Um, so she's going out of my mind to close it out.
0: That's a great, great list. I would thoroughly enjoy that. Great list.
1: If I had eight songs to listen to on repeat playing around the golf, I would love that one. So I would, I would encourage our listeners, hit us up on Twitter, under 40p, or Instagram, under 40pod. <laughs> Under 40. Please. Shout out Twitter um that shortened that for no reason, didn't even tell me. Um, or under forty pod at gmail.com. If you were to play around a round of golf, what would be the six to eight songs you would listen to? I'd be interested uh in hearing about that.
0: Yeah, um specifically Kyle Griffin, our friend from down in Florida who I know plays a lot of golf. He yep. sent me a message about a month or so ago saying he shot 75 that morning while binging our podcast. Let's go, Kyle. So good playing, Kyle. Um, I know he, he's a big Seminole fan. He's getting excited for mm-hmm. football season maybe. So.
1: Tough, tough week uh, for the Seminoles. Um, legendary coach uh, Bobby Bowden passed away. So our thoughts with him, certainly. I don't know. I'm not presumptuous enough to think that this would make it to his family, but if it does, uh, what a wonderful, wonderful guy. Um, The sports world, and really the world lost a legend and Coach Bobby Bowden speaking at FSU. But golfers that love our podcast, how about your guy, Alston?
0: Yeah, Alston. um, Alston, I think, is doing more fishing than golfing these days. But, uh, you know, either way, Alston – Austin's a good hang on the golf course, and and he's the type that would, you know, you got some guys that are a little, a little stuck up out there. They don't want the music going. Hmm. A- AP, he would want the buffet rolling.
1: Yeah, let's do it. I'm not so sure about guys that are playing a non-tournament round that don't want music playing. Yeah, you know, those are the type. Those are the type of guys that like a one-to-nothing baseball game. True. Yeah, purists. True.
0: Did you see the Field of Dreams game?
1: I didn't. I didn't watch it.
0: Heard all about it. It was great. It it was a great game, but the setting was even better.
1: Here's what we'll do, Adam. I'm asking for an on-air commitment from you this... I don't know about this Saturday. Maybe
0: this Saturday.
1: We're going to do another episode, and we're going to say the top ten Jimmy Buffett songs you would want or expect to hear at a baseball game.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. So we're doing. You're committed to it at some point this weekend between six thirty PM Friday and ten PM Sunday. We're gonna do that. Lord willing. Let's do it. Lord willing. Yeah. Lord willing and wives willing.
0: We're doing it. That's it.
1: That's it.
0: That's it. That's a cool topic. Songs. Buffett songs you'd hear at a baseball game.
1: Can be great we're unique we're unique around here you know
0: <laughs> we're gonna be losing listeners left and right but well, you know what
1: if we have any left after you're six left. months
0: off you know, you know what I've, I've been checking the the data and people have been listening that have never listened before i've
1: told people and they don't believe this like people at work when i tell them i have a jimmy buffett podcast they're like shocked and then when i say yeah hundreds of people listen to it <laughs> They're double shocked. <laughs> <laughs> they can't believe it. But here we are. Um, I'm just happy. I hope our, our listeners are still happy about this. They still listen to it. Um, we owe some significant apologies to the world out there for not doing more podcasts. But man, we're back.
0: We're yeah. going to hit
1: a groove this fall and we're going to kill it. And it's going to be fantastic. And sure. then Adam and I in December are going to Jacksonville together for a Jimmy Buffett show. We're riding down. We're going to record in the car. and am proclaiming it now. We're going to pro- proclaim in the car. We're going to ride down to Jacksonville and we're going to have a ball. It's going to be great.
0: That sounds fun. Can't that wait. sounds fun. It's the first time hearing of this, but it sounds fun. We're doing it, so. Adam.
1: <laughs> it's been a ball. I can't wait to go to Jacksonville, but really I'm looking forward to this weekend. We can do more podcasts.
0: It's been fun. Um, of all the episodes we've done, this is certainly one of them. Um <laughs>
1: This is Some episode
0: again, and some of you guys might have. Been, we're we're not as involved as we were with Back to the Island Society. That's right, um, we didn't
1: mention our friends over there. We should mention our friends, but we didn't. We are not. That's correct.
0: We uh we were each on the founding board of directors, but because we're both so incredibly busy, and thank goodness for Back to the Island, it took off so incredibly fast neither of us felt like we were uh, able to give the time necessary. Um, so th- those positions have been filled we- with people that are able to do what time would not allow us to do. Um, but back to the island, it's taken off and it's doing incredibly well. And they're giving money to their charities left and right. So again, yeah. a big shout out to them and go support them, buy shirts from them get a membership, all that fun stuff.
1: Shirts, koozies, the whole deal. I'm glad you mentioned that because it really didn't escape my mind even though I'm wearing my wristband right now. Um, that is really, you're right. You know, we, we both have kind of stepped back because other folks, not that they're more into it, we're very into it. But from a time standpoint, we can't do really what the organization needed um, moving forward at a rapid pace. But I will say this, um, thousands donated to various charities. Really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. And it it's is really
0: cool. And it's cool when you're watching, um, even when we're not, we're not on quote on the board or whatever, but it's cool. I was watching the show last week and, and I see a guy out there in like second row in, in one of their Rancho Deluxe shirts.
1: There
0: you go. So it's cool to see that stuff going on. And again, shout out to Dan and, and everybody, everybody involved there. Definitely Anthony. Um, so yeah good job guys keep up the good work and and we're going to keep giving you love on the podcast so
1: and you know we are back on we are back on the under 40 victims of paid podcast guys so thank you for tuning in we're back have no fear adam is fully committed to 30 episodes we've been extended our contract 30 episodes. we're good 30 more episodes
0: what number is it okay this All is right. like
1: 16, maybe 18, maybe less. I don't know.
0: Tune in for the next episode, which I'm sure will be a home run.
1: I'm sure we'll kill it. Oh, nice. So. We're going to kill. This has been the Under 40 Victims of Fate podcast. Hank Carrawood, Adam Caps. so happy to be back. So glad we're filling up your earbuds. Thanks for listening to the Under 40 Victims of Fate. Adam, anything else? No. Nothing else. Hey, have a great night, everybody. Fins up, be happy where you are, and we'll talk to you soon. Later.